Louise McSherry on 2FM. Across the country, sighs of relief could be heard all over the place on Friday when everyone re- realised it was a bank holiday weekend. If you have plans, deadly. But in case you don't, we're joined now by Orla Condon, TV reviewer, podcast podcaster with the Weekly Watch, content creator for OneFabDay.ie, who's got some recommendations on the bingeable to series and maybe even a movie or two to watch tomorrow. Orla, how are you? Hi, Africa, how are things? I'm not too bad. What's the crack with you? It's a shame to be plugging like TV to watch when I can literally see the sun blazing in through my window right we now. Didn't, like, we didn't think this through. Sure. <laughs> I know, we shouldn't be encouraging this kind of behaviour, but there is actually so much good stuff that like... Wait. Oh, we didn't, like, in fairness, it's been 11 months of winter, so we we're, we can be forgiven for kind of, you know, assuming know. that we this would be the same. don't know how to behave anymore. No, <laughs> didn't know what to wear, didn't know what to do, I know, exactly. We've just gone totally feral. We're I'm feral. Like, oh, that, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. But come here, you have loads of bits that you want to talk to me about this week. I want to talk to you about this as well, because I found this to be one of the most stressful TV programmes I've ever watched in my life. It's brilliant. But uh, it's so stressful. Your Honor on Sky Atlantic. Okay, I was like, there's one of two you could be talking about, which is great that we have two really high intensity shows. But yeah, yeah, Your Honor, I totally agree. It's super stressful. Oh my God. Super annoying at times because you're like, oh, come on, get it right. Yeah. Um, but for anyone who, you've probably seen, the, people have probably seen the trailers if they have Sky, they've probably seen the trailers. Brian Cranston looking very moody and worried about his son. Yeah. Um, and this, that is Your Honor. And it's a Showtime miniseries which is actually adapted from an Israeli TV series, uh, which stars Brian Cranston in the main role of a New Orleans judge, Michael Desiato. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his teenage son, this isn't a spoiler, it's all in the trailer, but it's yeah. all in the very first episode. So it sounds like I'm giving away a massive plot point, but it is <laughs> no, the you're right. story yeah. arc of the show. Uh, his teenage son, Adam, in the first episode, ends up uh, in a hit and run and kills the son of a uh, mafia kingpin in the area. And yeah. um, before his father realises who he's killed, uh, you know, he's one of these morally focused judges who has a very strong sense of, you know, right and wrong. He's actually he's a like, really good have... judge, isn't he? He's a really good judge. And yeah. we see that in a few cases that he works on throughout the series that are kind of adjacent to what he's actually focused on, where he's really compassionate and understanding. And, you know, he, he doesn't take the side of law enforcement just because that's the side he's meant to be on. Like a really good guy, you root for him. Yes. Um, and he's convincing Adam, like, we got to go to the police. we got to tell him what happened. You'll be okay. You can't run away from this yeah. kind of thing. And then he realizes who his son has killed oh. uh, and realizes that, th- that justice and the truth is not going to be the safest way out for his son. So the whole series is about Brian Cranston figuring out a way to get his son out of this mess and using the knowledge of the justice system and the police system and, you know, what case a a prosecutor might use to to prosecute his son and how can he frame this to get his son out of it. So it's a really interesting, it's kind of like that how to get away with murder idea, you know, if Brian Cranston is how to get away with it. Like, how can I get you an alibi 24 hours after the incident? And it's great, but it is very edge of the seat stuff because all the while Brian Cranston is trying to cover up his son's uh, killing, the mafia the kingpin is trying to uncover what actually happened to his son because he doesn't believe what has has kind of been co- come out by the police. And he's also trying to appear normal to everybody else as well, which is just the most stressful thing I've ever watched in my life. 
Yeah, it's it's just it's constant, and like there's yeah. parts where like you know he kind of tries to relax, and and you know he comes home for dinner and he's kind of relaxing at dinner, and I'm like, how can you even eat anything? I would just be so, <laughs> I would be a wreck. It's just a wreck constantly. So, but it's brilliant. I, I made the mistake with that of like because I I have um, Sky Atlantic, so like I downloaded a couple of episodes of it off the the yeah. box or whatever, and I made the mistake of watching a few. <laughs> <laughs> at once and I was oh like God. this is actually one of those things that you have to give yourself a bit of breathing space yeah. between each episode it's kind of like Line of Duty I actually quite like that Line of Duty has a week between each episode because yes. it kind of makes you yeah. calm down a little bit but if you th- sit in it for too long you get too paranoid don't yeah. you you're just a bit skittish <laughs> when you get panicky. up from the couch exactly I'm not I'm too emotionally fragile gen- uh, generally for this anyway but the, yeah. no it's amazing it's really really good the other re- a little bit uh edgy stressful one that you wanted to talk about <laughs> this week was the flight attendant which has only really just started hasn't it yeah so this is another one on now, T- now tv so i know a lot of people have been considering getting more streaming services over the last year than just netflix because yeah. what else are we doing guys exactly. you might as well spend your money on something exactly um, and now tv is a really good one especially if you don't have the sky box um, you'll get a lot of these sky series on now tv which is actually just called now now um, right. But that's always confusing. Yeah, I know. So I'm, I'm kind of sticking with Now TV until people kind of remember, guess that it's Now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the flight attendance is one that you can get on Now. Um, it's only just started airing on Sky Atlantic, I think about three or four weeks ago. So it's probably about midway through the series. I binged it right through on Now because it's just brilliant. It's a HBO series uh, based on a book from 2018 and stars uh, Kaylee Kuoko, who people will know as Penny from the Big Bang Theory. Uh, and she is just brilliant She's in it. Fab. I mean. She's so good in every, like, I mean, everything I would know about her ignorantly is as a sitcom actress. Me too. You know, that's what I know her from. I don't really know her in anything else. Yeah. Um, but she is she is brilliant as this really messed up character, Cassie, who has just a totally chaotic lifestyle. Um, she str- struggles with alcohol. She has a really bad upbringing. She has yeah. a weird relationship with her brother. Uh, you know, her, she doesn't have any proper friends and um, but she's a flight attendant and she spends the night with a passenger called Alex uh, on a flight to Bangkok and the next morning she wakes up in his hotel room and she's stretching doing all that stuff and she turns around to find him in the bed and he's dead in the bed and the bed is covered in blood and she has no recollection of what happened the night before because she was drinking yeah. uh, and she's in a foreign country she doesn't know what to do and there's references to Amanda Knox and what can, how, can, how can she get out of this and it's not good for an American girl to be arrested overseas and it's this that's panic good, of what you do. That never occurred to me actually that's, to, that's totally true there's parallels there for sure it never even yeah, occurred to re- me she rings her friend and she's like, what happened to Amanda Knox? Yeah. And it's like, that's the exact conversation I would have had. I would have been like, what happened to that girl again? Like, what was the story that there? Br- yeah, no, she is. I was really surprised actually because I haven't, I haven't watched this yet. So, I've, um, I've seen like the trailers and stuff obviously and it looks deadly. Yeah. But like, Kaylee Cuoco to me, like you said, is a funny kind of very light, you know, yeah. um, actress. But she has some chops here like big time yeah and there's definitely this is a really good example of a show that uses dark humour really well there are moments in this that are really funny and she is really funny in it as well like she definitely uses that skill yeah but there's so many sides to this character and how like when she portrays that she's scared or you know on edge it's like you're there with her she's just she's really great in it it's a really great role for her Um, but the whole series is about her kind of you know flashbacks to what happened that night trying to figure out you know did she have a part to play in it who else was there was there someone else there all the while the FBI is investigating it so it's a very fast paced 
eight episode series where she's kind of racing against the police, but also racing against this kind of other body of people that she doesn't quite know who they are and were they involved. And it's it's just brilliant. It's really, really great. It has set itself up for a second season. It's already been renewed for a second season, oh, which is brilliant. kind of no surprise because yeah. it's done so well. Um, and you can see potentially where it's going to go in the second season already. If you haven't watched it, it really is great. It's so brilliant. I know a couple of friends of mine were like, oh, Kaylee Cuoco, like, she's just like a funny actress. Exactly. Like, is it going to be really gripping? Yes. And I think it, it's a, it's a, it's an injustice to say that about her anymore. She's, she will really surprise you if you didn't have that belief in her before. That's brilliant. She's brilliant in this. We love she someone who holds, surprises us. Oh, you absolutely love the underdog. Yeah. And like she is she is the leading female and she carries this whole series the whole way through. It's, it's brilliant. She's she's just great. Absolutely would watch. It looks it looks fab. It's really glossy and gorgeous. And um yeah, yeah I'm definitely gonna give that a go over the weekend for sure. Um I have a clip of the next one that you want to talk about. We just take a quick listen to that. This is the bold type. I just got a story proof. <gasps> Are you not wearing a bra? I expect you to unleash holy hell on anyone who tries to hold you back. I'm a feminist, and so is this magazine. It's about clothes and makeup. That's actually a common misconception. In the club, I'm a bad bitch. Any problems with the JJ? Yeah, it's not 2006. I already like the sound of this. Tell me about yeah. the bold type. Another high-intensity drama here. <laughs> The Bubble Type is, uh, it's a show that's been around for a couple of years now and I remember seeing the trailer about four years ago and being like, this is right up my street. Girly drama, light, fun, good soundtrack, all that kind of stuff, kind of woke, all the stuff. I was like, this is my kind of, you know, weekend TV, love it. It's just landed on Netflix, so it's getting a whole new bunch of of, uh, eyes on it and a load of my friends are just like, this is brilliant. I've been through the whole thing. I love it. It's kind of like, there's a lot of shows that claim to be a modern day sex in the city, but I I think this kind of builds that space a little bit for like today's generation of young women. Um, There's four seasons of it on Netflix, but it tells the story of three girls who meet working in a magazine called Scarlet, one of them working in the social media department, one of them working in the fashion department, and one of them working as a journalist. Um, and they're kind of trials and tribulations working in this kind of big, glossy magazine, yeah. you know, forming relationships with their colleagues, forming relationships with men and women, forming relationships with their bosses, navigating that whole thing. It's very fashionable, very glossy, very fun. But there's a lot of really good conversations in it as well. Um, in the first season they talk about one of the girls she's you know she's never enjoyed sex and they have a big conversation about that in a couple of episodes which you don't see in these kind of women's drama that are meant to be no light. not at all yeah not at all and there's lots of those kind of conversations that they handle like really well without being very heavy or or kind of getting into the, the I don't know not not dragging the show into a different space than it belongs but it mm-hmm. handles these conversations really well um, it's a really diverse cast. You have so many characters of colour in this show that have storylines that are not just about the fact that they are characters of colour. Right. You've loads of LGBT characters which are not just about coming out stories. I mean, they're there as well, but there's so many more stories that are told. And for me, just, uh, you know, growing up watching like the Gossip Girls and stuff, which, yeah. look, we all look back on and go, oh my God, it was amazing. But it was really problematic when you go back and look at it now. There's it's so, so many parts of that show. It's so funny you say that because I re-watched a lot of Sex and the City recently. And I oh, was... Oh, it doesn't age well. Oh, it's wild. Like, especially kind of, and, and not even like, not even the very early series, like all the way up to the kind of yeah. the last series in the sort of mid-2000s. So it's great that they're kind of taking that trope and, you know, making, modernising it a little bit steadily. Yeah, it's, it's... And, 
Absolutely, no, definitely, and I think, and I think, look, in ten years' time, we might look back on the bull type and say, "God, it was a bit aged." aged. But like, <laughs> at the t- right now, we're looking at it. It's great to see these these kind of conversations incorporated in. It's just a really good show about a really strong female friendship that isn't, you know, complicated or problematic in any way. They're just really supportive friends of each other. There's also a really healthy relationship between them and their female boss, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a relationship we don't see a lot on on telly, especially in these kind of media shows. Yeah. You often see this kind of, you know, henchman boss who's out to, you know, sure. corrupt, yeah, destroy the younger staff members. But there's a lovely, like, you know, mentorship uh, relationship there. So it's brilliant and people are loving it and they're binging right through it. There's four seasons on Netflix now. There will be a fifth season coming. It will be the last um, of the series, which is which is sad. I'm sad to see it go and it will only be six episodes. So it, it got cut a little bit short. Um, but I know a lot of people are loving this. So you ha- if you haven't jumped on it yet, you should. Brilliant. And it's like accessible as well because now it's on, it's, it's on uh, Netflix and stuff. It's yeah. accessible for a lot of people. For something else, you said for someone who's maybe finished the bold type but needs something else in their life, you yeah. have a clip of Younger season one. Have a listen to this. The older and more experienced you are, the less desirable you become. I have gone on over a dozen interviews and these young girls seem to take a special pleasure in rubbing my age in my face. 20 six dude i mean we gotta be the same age give or take you know actually that's not a totally ludicrous assumption no one wants to hire a 40 year old has been tell me 26 people believe what you tell them they believe the real housewives are real they think that coconut wood is going to shrink their ass they'll believe you 26. i'm kelsey peters i'm an editor here as taylor swift said there is a special place in hell for women who don't help other women <laughs> she said it's really good it's younger season yeah. one tell me about that Okay, so Younger is actually from the creator of Sex and the City, Darren Starr. And it, as is Emily in Paris, so I don't want this to skew your impression of Younger. Oh. Younger is truly great. Oh, younger, I adore Younger. Um, and I, I don't have the same criticisms of Younger that I do for Emily in Paris. But it is on Now TV. <laughs> uh, the sixth season has just started dropping on Now TV. So you will be nearly up to date on Now TV soon. Um, but yeah, it tells the story as the, from the clip there. It tells the story of Eliza Miller who... Uh, after college she fell pregnant and she decided not to start working and said to focus on her child and now she's kind of in her 40s and she wants to get back into the world of publishing and she's obviously she has no real experience uh, so she's kind of heading in at a very junior level and she's not getting any jobs because of her age she feels so the whole thing is that like well what if I tell them that I'm 26 like will I get a job and an entry position then like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what my age is but if it gets me in the door and this kind of leads her into this web of lies but it's a, it's a brilliant story about this woman who's in her 40s who comes into this company and you know she's meant to be giving like the millennial point of view yes. and she's in her 40s and it's just bringing this whole kind of life experience <laughs> point of view to the job and yeah. it's it's brilliant and again it features some lovely friendships uh, you heard the voice of Hilary Duff there yes. who is uh, one of the other main stars in the show she's in it she's brilliant in it as well um, but it's just a brilliant show it's really glossy gorgeously fashionable and all that oh. what you'd expect from a Sex and the City uh, created show um, but it's brilliant and it's yeah it's great and the six seasons like I said six seasons just airing the seventh season has just been renewed it will be the show's last both of these shows are coming to an end yeah. but if, if the bold type if you're nearly finished it or you're finished it and you're looking for something similar Younger is a really really good one it's a very kind of similar vibe Um, yeah I I think it's a really solid step to take they're short episodes they're only like 25 minute episodes so you'll fly through them Brilliant and they're all available on uh, Now TV as well something totally different is The Irregulars this is like a Victorian kind of buzz is it? 
Yeah, so this has just landed on Netflix this week. I haven't had a chance to watch it. I don't know if I will. It's not really my vibe. Yeah, fair um, enough. But I, yeah, it's not. It's not not the genre I usually tap into. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. thought it would be, and I also thought it would be trending a little bit higher after it just landing on Netflix. I checked yeah. it this morning. It's only trending at number seven, uh, which isn't too shabby. Like we'll take top ten, no, but we'll it, take it, it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still not kind of those top three, four positions where usually these new drops get. Um, but it's based within the world of Sherlock Holmes um, and his accomplice, John Watson. And it's in, yeah, Victorian era London. Um, so it's, it's kind of meant to, the show kind of promises for us to see, you know, Sherlock Holmes as we've never seen him before, which we often hear <laughs> of these shows. I feel uh, like I've seen Sherlock Holmes every possible way. <laughs> yeah, and in every possible actor. Like, yeah. you know, how many more ways can we see him? But exactly. this is kind of different. In that, apparently we don't really see him all, at all. He's only in it for a couple of episodes, okay. um, and he's not the kind of stand-up character that we might know from the kind of Robert Downey Jr. or Benedict Cumberbatch I um, performances. So it's basically about a, a band of street teams who get kind of enlisted by John Watson to help solve um, some of these supernatural mysteries that have been going on around the area. Um, so that that's what the, the majority of the eight episodes focus on. But there is an Irish actor in there, Northern Irish actor. Uh, Tadea Graham, I think is how you say her name, okay. is one of the, the lead actors Great. in the show. So, uh, And she's getting praised uh, for her role for a show that is generally getting fairly mild reviews, if not negative reviews. Okay. Um, so she she is coming out well, which we like to see. We love to see an Irish person doing well in these kind of things. Um, but generally, the show isn't getting a lot of love. For that reason and for the reason that it's not really my cup of tea normally, I probably won't watch it. But I know a lot of people were waiting for this. If you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. People are going to, yeah, if you're into that buzz, you might enjoy it. Yeah, um, Just yeah. finally, we've got a couple of uh, bank holiday movies just to go through quickly. I have a clip of one of them. This is Moxie. I've been told to give a warning because there's a rude-ish word in this, in this clip. Oh, I'm so excited. I know, me too. Look, I just wanted to say, ignore Mitchell. Why should I have to ignore him? Why can't he just not be a dick? He's an idiot. He has been since the second grade. He's dangerous. I don't think he's dangerous. I think he's just annoying. You know that annoying can be more than just annoying, right? Like, it can be code for worse stuff. If you keep your head down, he'll move on and bother somebody else. Thanks for the advice. But I'm going to keep my head up. Hi. See you in class. Okay, that's a clip from Moxie. Did you faint at the, the rude word, Orla? I know, I Are know. You... How do I, it's too early in the morning for this effort. Smelling salts, please. <laughs> Smelling salts, I can't cope. So that's Moxie. That's uh, available on Netflix as well, yeah? That's on Netflix. It's Amy Poehler. You've probably seen a little bit of talk about this, um, but yeah. it's just nice to mention if you haven't watched it yet, it's perfect for the bank holiday weekend. Daddy. It's about Amy Poehler, Poehler's teenage daughter who starts a kind of feminist magazine uh, to call out the sexism at her school which is fairly rife like it's yeah. kind of wild when you watch it like if that was going on in my secondary school I'd be like mom what do I do yeah. this is crazy Take like this is, this is wild I need to move schools like this is crazy but it's brilliant and it's lovely and there's a gorgeous soundtrack to it and yeah it's just nice to see like teenagers and stuff being really aware of like people's feelings and being kind and like considerate yeah. of people who are different to them and it's, it's just lovely because teenage films when I was a teenager did not show that kind of empathy that's really so true. really nice yeah, yeah okay. it's great it's brilliant brilliant so that's and then, Moxie on um, yeah. Netflix and that's from 2019 and then the campaign is on general TV <laughs> it's on normal TV on it's RT2. on the box if yeah 
because sometimes when you're flicking through the, the streamers, it gets a bit overwhelming and sometimes you just want the TV listing yeah. to provide you something. So RT2, 9pm tonight, the campaign is on. Daddy. It's Will Farrell who stars as Democratic Congressman Cam Brady, who is running for re-election uh, in the North Carolina uh, 14th District uh, to become a senator. And he goes up against uh, a new Republican candidate in Zach Galifianakis. And it's all the hilarity that you would uh, presume to come from Will Farrell and Zach Galifianakis. So if you're looking Brilliant. for some laughs, uh, kind of clouded in some political drama or T2 9pm tonight's campaign is perfect what a combo Orla your star thanks so much it's Orla thanks, content editor producer one fab day thanks a mil for all those recommendations they're fab um, <laughs> we'll, Louise will be chatting to you again very soon thanks a million and happy Easter you too see you later Louise McSherry on 2FM